0: We're all protecting you. We, we have, have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us With the mostest? What you told us I don't, I don't so
1: ever bring so so like you guys like around Let me tell you something, the only you thing. If I want to say that, I would have it I'm not really sure what I've done to you, though. Hello everyone and welcome back to the hot and Bravo podcast part of the buttered pop network. It's Eddie Estrada once again with my co-host Matthew McFarland and we are so excited because we've got another week of Bravo shows that are amazing incredible that we're ready to share and speak about with you.
0: Yes, uh, of
1: course we're talking about Atlanta, Dallas oc and salt lake we've got all of the above ready for you but before we get into that we've got a couple things we want to talk about in the Bravoverse.
0: news on the rialto as you would call it on the rialto have you ever heard of that expression no i actually can't remember where i heard oh in drama school one of my acting teachers before we would start class would say what's the news on the rialto and i have a feel i can't remember what that's referring to but it's like what's the news of the day News of the world. News of the world. Which LOL. we watched. It was okay.
1: We love Tom Hanks, but this movie was... Eh, it was it was okay. We're big on the Oscars movies right now. But bigger than the Oscars, we've got to talk about New Jersey taglines first. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know they were out. They did. The New Jersey taglines came out. M- Melissa Gorga accidentally posted them. Oh my God. Took it down. She so was. people have them already. Yeah. And then... Bravo win and like Release them a little bit Later and so now all the Taglines are out so I'm Gonna read the taglines to You oh great okay good Each housewife and then I Want you to tell me your Favorite because I'll tell You mine afterwards okay Great I love this
0: I Haven't heard them yet this Is
1: gonna be great all right All right so of course From Teresa we're gonna Go with her first her Tagline is they say it's Never too late to start Over I say starting over Never tasted so good
0: okay (laughs) Oh gosh I hope they get Better
1: from Margaret Joseph's we have I renovate, elevate, and sometimes I instigate.
0: Oh, okay. That's great. I love Margaret. I think she's my favorite girl on that. She's
1: quickly becoming the queen. Teresa better watch her crown because Margaret Joseph, she's it. She's She's the moment. Okay. For Melissa Gorga, we've got, I can tell you're green with envy. And honey, green is not your color. Oh, nice. Well done. Dolores, we have, I'm loyal and I'm lovable, but don't you dare call me gullible
0: okay the, the rhyme that's not really a rhyme but okay and by
1: the way i think i'm gonna re- i'm reading these better than the woman will actually say them in the oh 100 percent i feel like i've got them no i, pre- five, I like appreciate the down. This Thank great. You. okay jennifer aiden coming in with whoever says money can't buy happiness clearly doesn't have my credit limit oh, okay and finally from jackie we've got i may be cut from a different cloth but it's top quality fabric
0: Okay, that's the worst one for sure. I agree. I think that one is terrible. Terrible. Um, Who's your favorite? Ooh. I think... I mean, I do like Jennifer's. That's pretty great. I. But I, I think my favorite is Melissa's. Really? Yeah. I'm green with... Uh, the green with envy one? Wow. That's... I was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I also do love... I think... I think though Margaret's ooh I I'm, not, I'm g- not getting mad at you. No, I'm but just I- very interested <laughs> in your choices. I do think that Margaret's though is snappier. Like I like when they just get straight to the point. Like they're very you know, that's why I like Lisa Barlow so much because it's so just bing bang boom. It's quick. It does you don't it's you know, Melissa's is a little too long. Okay, I have to say my favorite is Jennifer Aiden's, yeah. followed by Margaret Joseph's. Yeah, mine's Margaret and Melissa.
1: I'm st- With Jen coming in a close second. Well, wow, I'm I'm really shocked by, by this. I, I really <laughs> thought we were going to be on the same page, and we're not. But, okay.
0: Maybe I'm wrong. Now I'm all, I no, don't know. You're, don't, don't feel that you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, you are,
1: but it's okay.
0: Okay, fine. All right. So we also have other Bravo news that we're excited to talk about. I'm so excited about this news. For those of you who don't know, I used to live in New York for quite a long time. For those of you who don't know, I used to live in New York. Okay, shut up. (laughs) But I miss it very much. Hopefully we'll be going back once COVID comes down. But I haven't actually been following the New York City mayoral race very closely. I only know that Andrew Yang is running and that excites me because I think he's wonderful. But first of all there are like 30 people running so really far. yes it's so crowded there' about are you running? I mean I might as well <laughs> like truly it's a little cr- it's very crowded about 30 people are running so far ish are so, elections by the way do you know Oh God it's oh okay. well June June is always a big voting month for New York so I feel like it's June and which makes sense because if they're all running now like that makes sense. yeah so I believe there are about 30 people running. And so in a a race like this, name recognition really, really matters, which is why Andrew Yang's on the top of the list. There are some other people that are already working within the government in New York that are at the top of the list. But when I heard that Miss Barbara from the famous friend of, from Old Housewives of New York, jumped in the race this week, I freaked out. I really liked Barb. She was not right for Housewives, but she's so nice. And from what I understand, I need to do more research, but she's a great businesswoman in her construction company oh yeah she's a boss ass bitch so i'm excited for her i think she's gonna do great i don't think she'll win but i think she'll do well
1: i think it's so fantastic that she is running and i the thing is is like i have no stakes in the game for new york so maybe you guys are gonna come for me because i support this but i love a good you know a good strong powerful woman going for it in politics and i think barbara really even though she didn't show her, you know, her uh, strength on the housewives. I think as a businesswoman as and her history tough as nails, I think that's the name of her book or whatever she did. Oh, really? I think I think it's a great pivot for her.
0: And again, she'll get a lot of, I think, support from the other housewives. Maybe not Luann, but I think the other housewives will like jump in and, you know, what support her. What if, oh my gosh, this is
1: just a dream what if she has like a campaign party or something this season and the, the women go to it? I'm pro- probably not.
0: Well, she should get Luann. Maybe that's how they mend fences. Maybe she's like, Hey Luann, I would love you to do. You think um, Luann would
1: really do that. Luann.
0: I mean, I don't know. You know how I feel about Luann. You I, know, uh, I she know. is By the, the way, I, and we'll get to, well, sorry, we'll get to the city's tootsuite. However, did I not say that a hilarious tagline would be feeling Joe Biden, like feeling Joe Biden. I said it. And sure enough, like what a couple weeks, like a couple weeks ago, she put out a thing on Instagram that said feeling Joe Biden. And it feels so good. I swear. I put it out in the universe and she heard me. Okay. Whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. saying good ideas. Well, I
1: didn't repost that on our Instagram, but I did post, <laughs> I did post Barbara K- repost Barbara K's announcement on our instagram Hey, story. you story know maybe
0: we can get her on and she can talk to us about what she wants to do you know what i City. would
1: love to have barbara k on to be like what are you going to do for new york let's reach out let's and reach out. we'll see speaking of our instagram if you guys aren't following us <laughs> but you probably are not i'm going to plug it once again it's literally the skinny girl of hot and bravo <laughs> i'm gonna lock it and hawk it until you follow yes so it's at hot and bravo at h-o-t in b-r-a-v-o-d the only thing that happened this week. I feel like every week we have some touch with fame in the Bravo verse. We do. Carl liked a photo of me and him. If you want to see what I look like, go follow our Instagram. <laughs> it's a really good picture of me and my my secret lover, Carl Radke from Summer House, which starts next week. I'm so excited. I think that'll be great. I'm very, very excited for I'm that. very, very excited for Summer House. If you know me, you know I'm a Summer House stan. And it's the honestly the Baba show I would want to be on the most. And if you're not on the summer house train, you got time to catch up and get ready for next week's premiere.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's jump into the Housewives. We start with Atlanta. I... You know, I feel like we're finally getting somewhere with Atlanta. You know, I feel like we came in hot at the top with Portia's journey with social justice. And then we kind of cooled out a little bit. But now I think we're finally getting to it. This this episode was still a little bit of like a filler. We're getting to the, the weekend in South Carolina. But... It was great to finally get to know Drew. Yes. She's finally in the game. She looked great. Her wig looked amazing. Latoya, don't care what you have to say. And I really thought she did a great job. I thought the bartender's outfits were a little weird. And I thought, again, Ralph is freaking me out. Because one minute he is super aggressive and super crazy and very, you know, that you know serial killer twitchy eyed messiness and then he's super nice and very kind and a great host like no 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 I don't trust Ralph for well, that's a what I'm saying second. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him and I you it, can't throw very far you're no, not that strong no Matthew. I am not I am a, I'm a wimp and I, I I just I think we need to keep our eyes and ears peeled folks for this guy I do not trust him and I'm nervous for her but she looked great and it was so great to see her like let her hair down and you know get to know the ladies some more yeah
1: i liked drew kind of taking a center role in this episode because i was saying i think we were saying last week we're like why is she on i think they just gave her the housewife role and title because she is drew and her history and her star power but i feel like this is the week that we really saw her like get into her own she's like i don't give a shit about latoya i don't give a shit about kenya i'm gonna call people out yes she's saying a little bit for us she's
0: Fantastic. I wanted to get a shot of Candy's face cuz I want to be like, "Girl, this is what singing is all about." Not to say that Candy's not a bad, you know, I love Candy, she's a good singer, but she's a singer. You can tell Drew has been singing. Well, I like I told you
1: when I fr- we first started talking about Atlanta this season on this podcast, I said she had my
0: favorite songs on the Step Up soundtrack and You know what? I still stand by that. You're right. I did not do my due diligence and I did not listen to those tracks. But now I'm going to be doing some listening on Spotify because I might want to go back and watch Step Up again because... Um, yeah, a I, fan of Drew. I was a huge fan of Drew. Still am, even more so this time. I loved that LaToya wasn't there so that Portia could call her out for being shady as hell. It's been weeks now and she's still talking about Drew's wig from weeks ago. Yeah, and that's the thing.
1: And I like Drew being like, girl, we're in quarantine. We're doing the best we can. Like, that is the most realist statement. And that is 100% what we're all going through right now. I, I, I... Have looked like a drowned rat since October,
0: <laughs> and girl, I feel you. Yeah, and I also loved her from she. You can tell, and I, you know, we can also tell from the preview for next week that she it will not be bullied and will not walk away from a fight. I love that she dragged Kenya and Latoya, and I hope that she does it some more because you know Kenya and Latoya both need to be brought down a peg. Uh, I
1: yeah, Kenya and Latoya, this devilish duo. I'm. I, you know, I used to defend Kenya to the end of days. Cause I was like, she was so nice to me when I met her. She's such a sweetheart. She's not what she see on TV now. And I did feel bad. And I do feel bad about the whole thing going on with Mark and that situation totally. and the custody battle she's going through and that whole issue. Like my heart bleeds for you, sis. But when you turn around and pair up with this shady ass bitch, mm-hmm. Latoya mm-hmm. and you two are running the house, like the two devils that you are <laughs> It's really making me think twice about where I'm staking my claim.
0: Well, but it just, it seems so calculated. Like you don't think that the women are, it, you know, it would have been great if Kenya said, Hey guys, just so you know, I think I need to bring my daughter with me because as you know, Mark is useless and I can't really be away from her cause she's so young. So I'm going to bring my daughter with me and I don't feel comfortable being in a car or a bus with my kids. So I'm going to, do my own thing and take a PJ. If you wanna bring your kids, by all means, bring them. And if you wanna take uh, alternate forms of transportation, totally okay if not I am happy to arrange a party bus for all of you because I want you all to be comfortable I want you all to enjoy yourselves like that is so different from being shady lying about how you're getting there enlisting your little you know side piece LaToya to come with you not even psychic side piece (laughs) yeah telling Drew and then telling her not to tell the ladies when Drew was new which means you're trying to kind of set her up to be I don't know, like not trustworthy with the ladies. It's like, already. it's like she's making her complicit in the lie. Yeah. It's like Kenya be better, be
1: better, please. I mean, but she won't be cause it's Kenya. It's Kenya more. She's not going to be more good. She's going to be more bad. Let's I, be real. Uh, it just drove me nuts. I I do love a good what is it called What do they call the bus They called the bus something special, and I can't even remember what they called it, like a, a runner or something like that. And like, oh, like a
0: like a, uh, like a no, oh like not a it's like it was an S, like a skier or or a sprinter, um, sprinter. Thank That's you. It. <laughs> I was like, what? It's
1: something with sports. So God help us with hey, that. Hey, I was in track and field. I was a pole vaulter, but I was long distance. I wasn't a sprinter. Oh, oh Lord. You know, I've got I've got those legs, oh but I got them hops. But I have to say. I loved Marlo's Naomi Campbell moment. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the hazmat suit. It was
0: phenomenal.
1: Because if y'all don't remember... Naomi Campbell wore a ha- full-on hazmat suit, mm-hmm. and I loved Marlo doing the same. She knows an icon.
0: She knows an iconic outfit when she sees it. I give and it the, the woman a peach. I will say it until everyone's ears bleed. Give Marlo a peach. I'd much rather be on, even though the bus had some air conditioning problems. I'd much rather be on the bus than be on the plane. And that group of ladies, including Tanya and Shamia, I was like, oh, this should Shamia. be this should be the core group. Yeah, we don't need. Latoya we don't eat Kenya anymore let her sort out her marriage off the show but this core group on the bus like this should be the peach holders I agree I agree I want to ask you do you think it's good or
1: bad that Latoya and Kenya did a, a the pick of the rooms before the ladies got there
0: well it, so if we were in New York yes I would say yes because Ramona Singer is is the worst and if it's already done by the time they get there there's no fighting there's no nonsense there's no whatever the reason why I maybe say no is because they're dogging and Marlo like they gave everyone a great room except for Marlo I know someone needs the smaller room but part of me you know understands why they did it but then to I know that Kenya did that to Marlo for no fucking reason it put a bad taste in my mouth so I'm kind of on the fence all right. Well, we'll have to see how it all plays out. It looks like in South
1: Carolina, we're finally going to get the drama that we've been waiting for. Isle of Palms looks
0: gorgeous. I definitely want to visit. You want to visit everywhere they go in The Housewives. Well, it's like
1: every week you're like, I want to go there. I well, want to go there. You know,
0: s- got to go to uh, see Lady G, Lady Senator Graham, and oh my say hello. Because um, oh I'm going to run against God. him one day. But also, I loved the foreshadowing. Of the threesome with all the threesome talk on the bus. Mm. That was like mm. ding ding ding. I I can see what's happening here. Well, these these
1: ladies are ready to go. They've got those those quarantine coochie coochie <laughs> spells going <laughs> we on. We'd love to there. see it.
0: And I'm excited to get into the trip next week. So am I.
1: Speaking of trips on buses, let's get into Dallas I I mean, and the housewives there. They're just they are partying. Like, it's 1999. I mean, they. I does COVID exist in Dallas? We don't know. We because don't <laughs> know. It's someone's birthday every week and they're having a party. I did love the beginning, though, of Tiffany getting her recertification. I know this is not important to the story, but getting the recertification for the heart defibrillator and, like, that whole, like, thing that she had to do where she had to, like, test the dummy. Okay. I was so impressed. I mean, I just am so impressed by doctors in general. (laughs) I think it's so cool that she was just by like the heart rate, she knew exactly what to do. And she was like, this is, you know, the sinus is like not as abnormal. This is like a ventricle defibrillation. Like I'm just saying words right now that sound (laughs) right, but it was so impressive. And I loved how she kind of is like training her daughters already to be, kind of doctors. And even if they're not going to be doctors, they're just going to have this information that's so valuable. Yeah. And I think she's so It cool. was just
0: night again. I like Tiffany cause she's giving us everything. She's really trying to share her life with the world. And I don't feel that way about any of the wives right now in this city. And I hate to say it, but it's nice to see a housewife. That's that's
1: career is not a jewelry line or a wine brand or, you know, Uh, influencer. It's nice to see Tiffany being like, I'm a doctor. This is my life. This is the reality of it. Exactly. And it's so cool because I, I don't think, besides married to medicine, I don't think we've really seen a doctor in this space before. And right. Am- and we are such big fans of Married to Medicine. By the way, Oh my we God. forgot to talk about it. Married to Medicine is coming back on March 7th. I- and that is
0: what i most excited If you for. have not watched Married to Medicine, you need to stop what you were doing during your quarantine and start watching it. You have plenty of time to catch up. It is... I mean if I were to treat it like a housewives franchise it's in my top 3. Yes, 100%. It's in my top 3 these ladies are phenomenal. They really bring their A game. They share their whole lives with us. You get comedy, you get drama, you get suspense. Like it's it, you get a whole smattering of genres with these ladies. I we cannot recommend it enough. So please please please, especially with Dallas being kind of light and Atlanta's just now warming up and we're about to lose Salt Lake City in OC. I highly recommend everyone jumping in. Back I love Back to Dallas. Back to Dallas. Just wanted to comment about Brandy's mirror inf- uh, affirmations for one moment before we get into the other stuff. That cracked me up. I feel for her. I'm sure she does need to, to, to practice a lot of self-loving talk right now, giving everything she's going through. But she's like, you are beautiful. You are special. You are amazing.
1: You are great. I, j- I couldn't. So. I don't know what made me laugh harder. Brandy's affirmations or Carrie's daughter, Olivia mimicking her <gasps> about her turning. She's like, Oh, my little chickadees. I will like my last time, you know, cooking for you as a 49 year old. I, I, okay. I have to say, I admit when I'm wrong and I was wrong about Olivia last season. I was like, this girl is such a spoiled rotten brat. But I was like, okay, now that I look back at it, she was an 18 year old, 17 year old high schooler living with her mom and her siblings. I was a brat at that age too. Who wasn't now seeing her go to college, get a little bit more cultured, have a little bit more of like life experience and then coming back and just being so hilarious and just this great kind of like companion and
0: foil to her mother. I, I stand. Absolutely. Give her, give her a star instead of (laughs) Carrie. Oh, seriously. I will. You literally took the words right out of my mouth. Olivia is all that Carrie has going for her right now. She is the only part of Carrie's story that I'm enjoying. So please give us more of that. I really appreciate her.
1: Let's talk, before we get into Brandy's birthday trip, let's quickly talk about Deandra and her situation. She's, first of all, she's writing a letter to start this relationship back up with her stepbrother. Her story is so, I mean, Yeah, I I think it's kind of stupid that they didn't just like figure out the will or she gave her the money to keep the relationship. I'm sure there's a lot more going on there, but I'm glad that she's realizing the error in her ways now. And she's really trying to reconcile this relationship with her brother and her stepmom and all of this. But I have to say I have to give her props Mm -hmm. for being not just doing it, but also for doing a dig at Leanne yes post post Leanne Dallas because I was screaming when she was like you know I want to drop off the letter myself because you know like things can get lost in the mail <laughs> and then it shows the clip of Leanne talking to Karen she's like oh yeah you were invited to the wedding but like I think your invitation got lost in the mail did you know Thirty percent of the mail is lost by the USPS a year. I was like, wow, I, I I used to, you know, I used to be a fan of Leanne. I'm not gonna lie. If you guys go back and listen to old podcasts, I was like, I love Leanne. She's hilarious. I think I still have a mug that says like, these aren't knives, they're just hands, but they work quite well. Oh God! But once she became full on racist, especially against my people, I <laughs> it was it was a situation.
0: A hundred percent.
1: But I, I do love Deandra and I do love and I love her and Jeremy together. They're just so funny. But and again cute. and
0: I I Deandra is the only resident Dallas housewife that's giving us anything like she's seems to be actively trying to change her life and and amend old habits i I just don't see that happening with the other ladies. see if I unless something happens the next couple of weeks, I only want to keep. Tiffany and Deandra around I'm kind of sleeping on the rest of the ladies well
1: I I think that's probably where Bravo's headed anyways because you can kind of tell everyone else is just really not getting the best edit or screen time I don't know what you're gonna say but I would much rather just focus bring and Deandra and Tiffany have such an authentic relationship Mm -hmm. I would really like to just see them kind of be pulled out of the group maybe get a couple more of Tiffany's friends you know have Deandra kind of navigate that maybe bring in like one of other Deandra's friends And just kind of start the season off that way because I'm, I I gotta say, I'm over Brandy. I'm over Cameron. Mm -hmm. I've been over Carrie. Mm -hmm. And Stephanie's just a snoozer a little bit. I agree. As sweet as she is and as
0: beautiful as she is, I'm done with Stephanie. I would be interested if Tiffany could, if we could find out more about Tiffany and her doctor friends and family, perhaps a Married to Medicine Dallas could form around Tiffany. And you know Deandra and her were friends before, so maybe Deandra could just hop in there, even though she's not married to Med and she's not Med herself. But I would be more interested in that than I am currently with Dallas. Speaking of Deandra, the Captain Brandy thing, I thought it was funny. Oh man, the the one time I've agreed with Cameron and Carrie ever was this episode. That well, I mean, I appreciate Deandra's effort, and she wanted to make it fun and funny. And she wanted to, you know, m- probably make Brandy smile. So fucking weird. I, okay. This is coming from someone who did a lot of
1: festivals like Coachella and Lollapalooza oh and Bonnaroo. I'll go name through my life. is beautiful. Disgusting. But it just reminded me of like the totem. Like everyone, sometimes <laughs> when you have like a group and you're trying to find your group and you need like the totem to like keep everyone together. And someone has like, you know, a shark or a flag. It was their totem for the party. These drunk bitches get wild. And sometimes you need to kind of look and be like, where's Captain Brandy? Are we, are we heading in the right direction? I, you know, I, st- I sit, I stand with Deandra, and I would have, if she would have come out with a Captain Eddie and my head on a stake, I would have been like, this is freaking hilarious, and I, I well, support it. then great.
0: Maybe I stand corrected. I thought that the... Did you catch the poop glitter pills that Cameron? Uh, yeah, I was that th- that got glazed over. I was like, wait, 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 rewind and go back, please. Can we why have we not sat on that? Why was it on an interview? Cut Is it that? weird?
1: Is it and listeners don't come for me. Is it weird that I want to find them and buy them and test them? No, I was thinking the same thing. I'm just
0: afraid of what it will do to my gastrointestinal. I mean, like, my situation, the,
1: the, uh, honey. I've had so much junk in my stomach that, like, I highly doubt that glitter pills is really gonna screw me over. Truly, the um, amount of in and out I've eaten in like <laughs> the McDonald's, I highly doubt the glitter pills are gonna be into me. The
0: other random thing is Jen. Jen, they the other redhead that they've added to the bunch, I can see why they didn't give her a star. The, the 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 pole dance was was a little was very very awkward. I she just seems like a smaller version of Cameron, and I I'm already done with Cameron. Who knows? Maybe Jen will surprise me, but I very random. I don't know if she's a good fit either. I think they're really trying to figure out a good group of girls for the city, which is why they're testing out so many different, you know, options. Yeah,
1: they're going to see who they're going to bring in. I have I, I have respect for, I think it was Stephanie who told Brandy to bring the toilet on the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because cleaning fees on party buses are a no joke. I've had to pay a few myself <laughs> for the mistakes I've made. Not out that way, but the other way. Totally.
0: I just <laughs> didn't understand why Stephanie, because it doesn't seem like... They're not, you know, I don't know if they're caring that much about COVID to the point where Stephanie couldn't have just put on a mask and some gloves and ran into Brandy's house real quick and used the restroom. No, it's
1: for the, it's for the drive. From Brandy's house to the winery. I understand. Because they can't stop on the side of the road. I understand. Okay.
0: Well, again, why couldn't they just if, if anyone was really dying and needed to use the restroom, just oh, put no. on some like gear. No, no, go. no. You can't just stop. A par- how
1: many party buses have you been on, Matthew? But they stopped to pick Brandy up. So why didn't? Well, that's 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 different from being going to your destination. Trust me, I have been on plenty of party buses, oh, and if Lord. you have to be like, we have to pee, they get they get so mad. I I know. I'm a party bus aficionado. I would get a party you. bus with a bathroom in the back. Then you pay for that. I would. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the whole Carrie bullying situation really quick with the shots. Whoa! Because I, I am with Deandra. I'm on Deandra's side in this because Carrie is like, "Oh, take a shot, take a, take a shot." And then when they try to do it to her, she's like, "You guys are being so rude." Like, and her validation, or I don't know what the word is for her excuse for not taking the shots is just like, "I don't give you shitty shots. You, this tequila's warm, mm-hmm. girl." I warm. you're actually supposed to drink tequila warm so if you know anything about tequila you should know like it's oh actually God. supposed to be room temperature and like you're crazy. Well she
0: and Cameron like will go for weeks complaining about how they're being treated by other women in the group and then they'll do the exact same thing they're complaining about two The other women, but tenfold. Both of them this week were driving me crazy about that. Cameron won't shut up about the fucking chicken feet, still. And Carrie, (laughs) in interviews, will talk about how Deandra is all about herself and is all so pushy and so mean and so rude, and yet will do the exact same thing. It's so weird.
1: And this leads into the fight that they actually have at the winery between Carrie and Deandra. And I just have to say, I think... I this fight seems stupid to me. And I think that the only reason Carrie is really coming for DeAndra is because she sees DeAndra as really, as we said, one of the two that might make it to next season and she thinks, Oh, if I
0: have this feud going with DeAndra, I have my ticket to season whatever, the next season. A hundred percent. I was really impressed with DeAndra's restraint. If I were her, I would have I would have popped off much sooner than she had. And even when she's getting upset, she's really trying to keep her cool and trying to keep it down. But Carrie's just, Oh, just her and Cameron as a duo, just reek of mean girl. It's very Regina George and Gretchen Wieners. And as much as I love those two ladies and uh, mean girls, I don't like it here. I don't like it at this winery and Jen's just sitting there. I like a wall hanging. Jen's not contributing anything. Just sitting there while the girls are in the bathroom. So hopefully we'll get more of a fight next week. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see the rest of Brandy's party and what's going to happen there.
1: Okay. Should we move to Orange County? The the Honestly, glad it's over. Glad there was only two parts to the reunion, and we got part two. Do we week. think this is the last f- reunion we've seen for OC? Okay, so I have news from Twitter, and y'all oh, probably have already seen it. Give it to me. So Evan Ross Katz, you know, is like a Bravo stan, famous writer, journalist. Posted, it's time to cancel Real Housewives of Orange County. Megan McCain from The View also said yes. <laughs> Andy responded to both of them saying, more like reboot with B-O-O-T all in caps. So I think there, we go. there is going to be a change of guard, a change of cast in the upcoming season of OC if it comes back. Saying that, I think really the only two that they can bring back safely are Gina and Shannon. Exactly. Unless they do a full a full sweep and just take away everyone. Even if it's just Gina, I can honestly see them just bringing back Gina.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that they need to do a full sweep, a full cleaning of house or they retire the city. I think that California is represented just fine with Beverly Hills and even that city needs some tweaking. We'll see how the new season is coming along. And Salt Lake city is giving us so much. And I Mm -hmm. feel like the demographics Mm -hmm. are very similar. So I am fine with letting OC go. 15 years is a long time and I think that we can move on, especially after this finale part two. Gina, I think is fantastic. I loved hearing about her story with her ex-husband and she is so strong and she's fighting so hard for her new family and for her kids. I really love her a lot. She's the only person, like you said, that I would be really interested in creating a show around maybe Shannon, but I thought Gina really showed us like what being a strong mom and a strong woman is all about in this first part of the finale. I agree. I think Gina is
1: really, really proving herself as a housewife. I didn't give her the credit before I was like, why is this woman on housewives? And I really feel like she's come to her own. And I feel like her relationship with Matt, her ex-husband has really shown a side of her that I really respect Mm -hmm. and admire. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the reason I could see her coming back is because she's become such a strong housewife. She's become such a strong inspirational person and she's fun. She's funny. She still has those like moments of levity in these dark moments and it's just enjoyable to watch. It's, it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Much more enjoyable than Kelly Dodd than
0: Bronwyn. Oh, Bron. Okay. Okay. Bronwyn started to really freak me out this finale with the crying. It felt like she flipped a switch in her brain on cue and said, oh, I need to cry and freak out now. It'll look good. When I do, because it's the only thing that's going to save me from the fact that I did something terrible when I was drunk to Shannon's daughter.
1: Well, I also thought it was interesting that Andy moved so quickly the first time when he was like, okay, let's move on from this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I was like, I want to know more. I want, but I, I get, maybe it was triggering for both Shannon and for Bronwyn to keep having this conversation, but
0: then for Bronwyn to come back and bring it up again and cry again, like as if on cue and then going, it was, it's so weird and it just feeds into this idea that Brahman's narcissism is out of control speaking of narcissists let's talk <laughs> about Kelly Dodd for uh, let's just
1: get through Kelly Dodd because I, I don't want to linger on this I I you know
0: I'm scared of the wicked witch of the the west coast. I agree. I I you know, the only thing I'll give her is that it seems like her wedding was, you know, more covid safe than Cynthia Bailey's is going to be. Honestly,
1: truly, only 20 people there. It looked like they were wearing masks and I'm sure everyone was tested like Elizabeth said. Thought it was interesting how <laughs> people backed out so then she invited Emily and Gina. I know. And <laughs> she
0: I guess they were the only palatable girls that she wanted to invite. But then she screams, I'm black. And I just, I think that at that moment, it's like, okay, yeah, she's got to go. It's not, her time's up. I i
1: feel like she needs to take a moment to understand, to listen and learn. thats And as much as she claims like X, Y, and Z, I do think she's benefited from a, a lot of things in her life. And I understand where she's coming from in some aspect, but for the majority of her arguments – She's wrong. I agree, and she needs to shut up and listen and take into account other people's feelings and other people's experiences, and not just be so defensive constantly. Because everything she took in, she had a retort for. She was like, "Oh, well, what about this or what about that?" And it was all boilerplate answers that she got from Rick Leventhal. Let's not be. Let's not be quiet about it. Like, be, let's be hundred percent real. Everything that she said it was probably something that her husband said. And I she agree. Was just using it back as a weapon. And yeah, I understand Bronwyn. Without, you know, kind of promoting her being this like almost like white savior situation yes. with like the photo shoots and like being this role model and being this person. And yeah, that's annoying. And yeah, it's a facade. And yeah, we want to call her out on it. But at the same time,
0: that doesn't make what you did any better. I think both of them showed us like the wrong way to go about either side exactly, of the argument. Exactly. Rom- and Ann Kelly showed us the wrong way to go about the whole about all of these situations, both extremes. And I think that they were a lesson to all of us that like, we all need to be much more conscious and just much more cautious when we're talking about and dealing with these very sensitive issues. And I understand what the women were saying that like, we support a lot of these things. We just don't, aren't very vocal about it. All I will say though, is that these are the type of women that maybe do need to at certain times be vocal about it. If they are being honest and they're being upfront and they really do want to support these things, they are the kinds of women that kind of do need to step out and be, be public and be vocal, especially in the communities that they live in. But yeah, Bronwyn and Kelly showed the extremes of both sides of this, just of the craziness that's going on right now. And they were a great lesson in what not to do. Exactly. And I also was mad
1: at Bronwyn for that in that interview that they showed from
0: ET. Whoa. She was
1: like, I don't have anyone in this cast that I can talk to to support on, you know, these issues and like LGBTQ matters. And I was like, Emily showing up and going to a drag show with you is a big step. No matter where Emily is in her like acceptance or understanding or whatever. I don't think any of those women are homophobic. I don't think any of those women are against the LGBTQ plus community. And for Bronwyn to be like, I'm the only one who's in the right. I'm the one who's like, I'm so woke X, Y, you know, like I'm this bitch. Like, I'm so sick of it because I agree. I think she needs to have understanding that these women are accepting. They are understanding. And even though it's maybe it's they're just because they're not waving their little flag and like trying to be so out there about it doesn't mean that they're not trying and working toward it. Yeah. And
0: Andy was like very quick to say, it sounds like Bronwyn needs to take a step back. He
1: literally said, do you think you're doing too much? Yeah, because he was right. You're, you're going through a sexual awakening. You're understanding who you are as a person. You have a, a marriage that's kind of going through it right now that you're trying to figure out the best way to deal with it. You've got seven kids. You're also trying to get sober after being an alcoholic for so many years. Do you think it's time not to be a role model and just to kind of get through this on your own? He's kind of basically being like, I think it's time for you maybe to step away from the show because the fame is getting into your head. Because she feels, and I, I feel like we said this last week, where she's like trying to be this cookie cutter like – I have to be, I have to tell my story in this way and the story has to have this ending and I have to show it in this light because this is the way that people want to see it. And it's like, no, go through it, deal with it, come out on the other side. That's what we want to see. We don't want to see this image that you're putting out.
0: Yeah. And I appreciated the women kind of, and, and, you know, again, I don't agree with Kelly Dodd very often, but I appreciated the women and Kelly, especially being like, you should be dealing with your children. You should be dealing with your husband. You should be dealing with your issues and not running around, posting photos on Instagram and being on social media all the time. And I completely agreed. I also, when they, you know, turned over to Elizabeth, I didn't know what to make of it really because on one hand I I feel terrible for her and I can't imagine going through what she went through, but I couldn't really under, I couldn't really gauge how she felt about it either. At One minute she's upset that it's on the show, the next she's happy that she's being honest and vocal about it. I think she now having realized what she's been through throughout her life, she needs to take a step back off the show and be in therapy. Glad to hear she's doing it once a week, but that was very bizarre. I think
1: she is really going through it and Mm -hmm. really trying to understand what this experience had this on her entire life. And the thing is you don't go on a show unless you want all the skeletons coming out of your closet. Mm -hmm. Like the truth comes out whether you like it or not. Right. If you try to lie, it's coming out. If you try to hide something, it's coming out. You can't be in a cult for a majority of your childhood and then come on a show and just pretend like that didn't happen. Exactly. And try to put up the cars and donate a Ferrari, which she still hasn't donated. And try <laughs> to say, like, this is, this
0: is what I need to show instead. Well, I think that she thought that she could get away with doing what she's done forever in just showing the jewelry and the cars and the lifestyle. And I thought that she thought that she could get away with all of that but no, the cameras don't lie. And they really pull the truth out of you whether you wanted them to or not. And she got what she asked for, you know, by signing up. You, I say this all the time. You sign your life away when you sign up for reality TV. Been there, done that. I also, I, I go back and forth on whether or not it's worth bringing her back. But I think that she didn't make enough of an impact this season.
1: And if there's a reboot, don't bring her back because I'm like, I don't care. If I want a reboot, I want a full reboot. I want to see Gina's friends. I want to see new people. You know, there's got to be, there has to be a big shakeup in this cast because I really don't feel like anyone here is really giving it to me except for Gina. And I, and, and I'd say that with the most love for Shannon Bedore. You know, I'm a Bedore whore or sorry, Shannon Storms. <laughs> I have to keep remembering that she's when one Bedore closes, another opens and i've been but i've been a door horse since day 1 and i I've, I've loved her and i even though she might not be the best and the worst and y'all can come for me but you you find your characters and your cast members that you just feel a connection to and as much as i'd hate to see her go i think it's maybe time she's the last of the trace amigas the single amiga so i agree amiga. una
0: amiga should make an exit i the only other thing i have is sean if you're listening wherever you are you need to you need to pack your bags and you need to get out. Okay, okay, okay. Speaking of Sean, before we get deeper into this, I want to talk about Shari. What? What the fuck? I'm so confused. So she's not a lesbian. They were just really close girlfriends and they weren't physical. But she wanted her to leave Sean for her? I think that's bullshit. I think all of that is so bizarre. I think uh, lies. Lies. Yeah, I just don't get it. And I, I, and I have
1: to agree with the woman. It feels like it's Broadway's way or the highway because... If they have an open relationship, if their marriage is open at this point and she's gallivanting around with Shari or her girlfriend or whoever, Sean should be allowed to bring someone into the home and have a hookup or date someone or do whatever. And if you're not comfortable with that, that then don't have an open marriage. Get divorced and figure out your next steps. Agreed. Because you can't just keep him as a pet under lock and key in this freaking cage of a house to take care of your kids and do all that stuff. And you go out and be. It's the so person not you be. fair
0: to Sean whatsoever. And I really, really hope that he wakes up to that. Maybe he watched the reunion and was like, oh, these women were really defending me and trying to get me to realize that I'm in a very toxic, unhealthy situation emotionally. It was so funny. I asked you months ago why we thought Bronwyn's daughter posted that photo of herself saying, fuck you mom. And now I get it. She's treating Sean terribly. She's treating her kids like they don't exist. And if I were her daughter, I would have posted the same thing.
1: Well, I have to say that when she said that Bella, her oldest daughter said she wished she had the parents that she had when she was growing up, all I could think was, and don't come for me. If y'all know, I was like, this girl's going to go full mama Plath. From Welcome to <gasps> Plathville.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> yes. By the way, no, it's on a Bravo show, but if you are not watching Welcome to Plathville on TLC, get on it. Uh, we watched it. We watched the first season like right around Christmas. Oh, and it took us it, like a day. It took us a day. It's great. Fabulous. I think it's time for them to do. I'm, I'm so glad to hear Andy say that he wants a reboot. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm ready for it. Okay, let's get into our final
1: show for today, and that is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which had a fantastic episode. The
0: only city that's really bringing the heat. Everyone needs to take a note and needs to step up their game because these ladies are not sleeping at all. They're wide awake, and I'm loving it. I'm wide awake. Wasn't that that (laughs) a Katy Perry song? No. No. I mean, yes, but no to you doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love to have a little bit of musical moment. Here. I know, I know. But Salt Lake was so fantastic. One thing we do want to plug since we're on the subject is our dear friend Kelsey turned us on to this. And thank oh, you, Kelsey, yes. if you're listening. We appreciate you. They There is a podcast called Mormon Stories. And a very reputable psychologist in the Mormon community decided to bring on prominent famous Mormons and hear about their lives and their experiences being Mormons in and out of the church going through faith crises etc. And there are 3 3 hour 3 separate 3 hour so conversations. Th- that's
1: 9 hours total people for those who can't do math like d- me. Yes,
0: of Heather Gay and her dear friend D. D, which is her business partner for Beauty Lab. Yes, who I kind of hope, I mean we've only granted we've only listened to the first hour of the first part of the interview. I hope, first of all, that that girl becomes a housewife because she sounds phenomenal and sounds wonderful. But wow, we only really heard like the first part of Heather's experience growing up. And we I don't think we even got to her marriage with her ex-husband yet. But such a fascinating interview about the Mormon experience growing up, especially for women. We highly recommend you listen to get. If you don't love Heather already, which I'm sure most of you do, you will love her even more listening to her talk about all this. She's
1: a businesswoman. She was gonna be a lawyer. She was a pianist. She
0: she was really into a Catholic guy, but that didn't work out because he's Catholic. We gotta it's, listen. It's
1: so her her story. I'm I we have like I said we maybe got through like an hour and twenty minutes of the first one like halfway through so we
0: will continue and we will continue to report back but we highly recommend that you do the legwork as well because we think you'll enjoy mormon stories we found it on spotify scroll down
1: look for real houses salt lake city there's three parts you know we got a plug we got to plug your laundry
0: plug. and clean your house for three hours and you'll be good to go Three hours i don't know or just <laughs> take
1: like a really nice drive and like sit out somewhere get some fresh air and listen to heather but the thing is, is they, I, they do it completely live. And so like, there is no editing None. and they like go to the bathroom at one point. <laughs> She's like, I'll be back.
0: The bathroom's down the hall.
1: And it's like, oh, they're just telling their full story. It's yeah. fantastic. Full therapy session. But let's get into Salt Lake City because Jen is literally playing like mental gymnastics, trying to blame everyone else except for herself Whoa, for what is going on. She and went ballistic it's this It's crazy. Week. It it, just starting at the dinner with Meredith and Jen and she just starts coming at them and she's like I need to know who's lying then because either you're lying or Whitney's lying or Heather's lying and it's like no no one is lying you are just wrong and you attacked Heather five minutes ago for this now you're attacking these women side note Meredith is not engaging. I think. Oh, you want to know something? And I think this is just. This might be being being shady, but I I'm gonna be shady. I think her and Brooks, because I think they're masterminds together. Her and her little sidekick, her son. I think they were like, okay, we need to find. Let me let me get into Brooks. Okay, mom. I think we need to find a word or phrase that you use constantly that people will catch on to that we can. Monetine. See, I don't
0: even know if it's that calculated. I just think that she, I, I mean, I loved getting to know Meredith more this episode than we have in recent weeks. I, there were little nuggets of really getting to know who she is as a woman and as a person. And I think that from her childhood, from being in a, in a home that sounds like was very volatile, she developed this like coping mechanism of like, I'm not engaging. Like, this isn't happening. I'm separating myself from this drama. But it's like, it almost, I, I just like to see the worst oh, So people. Oh, no, needless, no, but needless to say, like, we need to make her a t-shirt and send it to her. I oh, you, not don't think, you don't think Brooks Marks already made a sweatsuit? Oh, 100%. And I feel like the engaging joke needs to be part of her tagline next week. Or next week, lol. Next season. But yeah, I thought Jen really took it to another level this week. I thought she was so aggressive and volatile. I have to say Lisa and... If you've been listening, I've not been a Lisa fan. Her stock went way up this episode. She really tried to to calm it down, bring everyone back to Earth. I appreciated her defending Whitney, saying, no, we talked it out. She apologized for her part in being the messenger for Mary. We're all good. I thought it was crazy when Jen hit. I'm glad you're team Lisa, Now I'm glad you're on my side. Well, yeah, but I thought it was crazy when Jen hit Heather like smacked her arm down like sh- they're like kids in the playground. It was nuts. Wouldn't she, I, I think I don't know if it was Whitney or Heather, but one of them said they were shell shocked. I swear to God, I thought they said I'm Shaw shocked. And I was like, that <laughs> is so good. Don't say that out loud. Jen going to take that for herself. I don't understand where her head is at. I, at all.
1: I, I kind of feel for Jen Shaw because and I'm just, and, and you guys can come for me. I understand. But no, but you have the Heather gay complex. I get it. I, I do I really, truly. <laughs> I'm a ride or die for all my friends, even if they're coming after me, even Jen. You know, I'm I understand that some people are hurting. And if you take someone in as your companion, you have to take them in for everything that they are. Even everyone has their crazy moments. I have my crazy moments. I completely get it. I do feel like Jen and I understand completely. She feels like everyone is attacking her right now because if, if Lisa and Meredith say that they don't trust her and they're talking to mary about it and mary told whitney about it and whitney came to talk to her with heather about it that's every woman in the group having this conversation about jen without jen Mm -hmm. and then jen is like okay well then that means everyone's talking about me everyone has this thing that they have to say to me why is no one saying it to themselves who is lying who is actually having this conversation and she just feels like she's like when she called called coach shaw she was like, I, I, I'm I, all alone. Like, everyone is coming after me. So I kind of get where her mind is, but it's wrong. She needs to listen to Heather. She needs to accept Whitney's apology. And just because someone said something, if they apologize for it or they say they didn't say it, why is no one talking to Mary? Why isn't she, like, calling up Mary and
0: being like, okay, Mary? I missed Mary so much this episode. I really wish she would have been there just because that was the piece that was missing, is that Whitney couldn't really say Well, I got this from Mary and yes, I was drunk and yes, it was a bad timing, but I just wanted to get clarity because I didn't like all of this, you know, misinformation and all this talking behind people's backs. But again, Jen, you were the one that threw the glass and you're yeah. the one that ruined the birthday. Whitney didn't because you chose to react when you could have chosen to not react. But I missed Mary a lot. I wish Mary had been well, here. Mary
1: has a new job. She's the new spokesperson for Talkspace Therapy. App. <gasps> Truly. Because was... everyone has to call Mary to be like, oh, I just really need to talk to you about what happened. And she just sits in her room on her phone and she looks good that
0: that outfit and that wig like the lighting everything was on point i was very and we I we got a pleased. little moment of
1: charlinda who you know i love a good charlinda moment the like but MVP. i have to say i have to say this is a this is something that lisa i i like lisa but she's a, she's two-faced because she was like 100 because she was like you don't she's like don't defend mary like you don't do that like you don't talk to mary and then five minutes later she's like mary i gotta tell you about what's going down and it's like okay lisa I just say we need to be careful for Lisa Barlow. I think she's I like her, but she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like oh, let's be a hundred percent real. No,
0: a hundred percent. I've been saying this from the beginning. I really kept her, um, you know, on the outskirts I really didn't like her very much I kept her around because I know Meredith likes her and I I like Meredith a lot but no she was very shady this episode just her stock went up for me because I feel like she's finally participating and she's defending all the women and she's on the right side of this argument when I don't think she's been on the right side of other ones I really loved getting to know Meredith I know I already said this but her being honest about her marriage and her being honest about her I
1: did feel bad about Lisa in that moment
0: though because I was like I was like
1: I was like, if my best friend, you, like, kept something like that from me, and then I would f- I found it in a group setting, I'd be like, okay, well, I guess we're not really that close.
0: Totally. <laughs> I felt for her as well. She, and you could tell she was getting emotional hearing Mary to say that. I also think you also hate, like, it's it's also not so much that you're mad at the friend, but you're like, I'm just so sad that I didn't know because maybe I could have done something and I could have been there for her and I could have been the shoulder that she could cry on. The Shaw Squad is so weird. I'm really, someone has to give me a better answer than Jen's in marketing because <laughs> that's my only answer. I for know, you. but that's everyone's. You ask only,
1: me every time and you're like, well, what does she do to have all these people? I'm like, she's a marketer. She's I need marketing. Andy to
0: ask her flat out. Like, please explain the, your business model top bottom. Is it a Ponzi scheme? Is it a pyramid scheme? Please tell us because I don't understand how she's able to, I mean, maybe coach Shaw's college basketball salary is quite hefty. And so he's able to fund all of this nonsense, but it's absurd. To have, you're not Meghan Markle, you're not Kate Middleton, or I don't know Oprah. You're just you're just naming royals. I, well, yes, because to me, like, who else needs six or seven? I mean, her assistant, what's his name? I don't even know. He's so weird, and the fact that he was there, just I, I loved how Heather walked in, and was like, oh, I, oh, you're all still here. Oh, I, I thought that you left. Like, I well, thought she said she was gone. It really seemed like she had taken her meds. Can't confirm or deny if she's taking any, but I'm just saying it seemed like Jen's like, yeah, I just, um, I just thought I would stay. I just thought that maybe, you know, know, the shot squad told me to lay down. And so I did. And
1: she needed some time to decompress. We've all been there. I've been hot and heavy and ready to go. And like, I mean, (laughs) the one time I did, I got like really upset and I, I gotten in an Uber from a a music festival at like, it was probably like 12 AM. And I called an Uber and I was like, probably like three hours away from my house like where the festival was And I was like Maybe an hour into the Uber Before my friend called me was like You need to calm down And she was like You need to turn around Like this isn't that big of a deal Like you're being crazy And so then I was told the Uber driver was like Just turn around We're gonna Like I'm
0: redoing the, the oh thing Oh my and lord so I, I
1: paid like $70 for me D- Just that, to have a fit I can't <laughs> with that That
0: is absolutely absurd I wish I had been there To be like slap you silly because that's it was and then i went done. to the music festival the next, next day and it was totally fine oh my god but
1: i understand jen i'm trying to say i understand sometimes you need just a second to decompress and have sure your moment. but
0: heather's face said it all i love that heather stood up for herself and said no hun, you are the one that's fucked up here you've done wrong and then having jen try to explain it away and heather's face just looked so cockeyed she was like what am i listening to i i thank god they went to the hypnotist okay we need to talk
1: about hypnotist Kimberly because this scene she should be a fucking cast member yeah no this scene gave me I it was like dinner party from hell but like a better version of it <gasps> yes
0: it reminded me just like because
1: that. I love like a red headed spiritual medium situation even though she was a hypnotist and it wasn't like a spiritual situation all she was
0: missing was an electronic cigarette truly it was
1: it was a very it was a very beautiful moment for me I loved when she was like Trans state is the bomb like this <laughs> girl is so Vegas it killed me with the big hair the big house
0: the trust no trust game cracked me uh because it just showed you like yeah she may be like you know down down to earth and very like spiritual but she is also a fucking shit stirrer in her own right well I, I l- loved it
1: I loved the shit stirring of the producers before we even got to the trust no trust game when they're all kind of starting this first like trance mantra like deep breathing and then she's like oh the doorbell rings and all the women are expecting Jen to be gone and Heather walks in you could with f- Jen you could
0: feel the energy completely shift through the television screen yeah everyone was like looking at like, the side, like, like what turned pale <laughs> it was crazy
1: I, I I it was wonderful but the trust no trust game it it really it really showed kind of where everyone stands. No one trusts Jen. And for some reason, Jen only doesn't trust Heather, which I didn't think was true. I think Jen was just basically trying to be like, I feel like you're not on my side and you're the only one that I have here. And now I feel like you're not there because you're the only one being real with me. Yep. But I also, I also feel like we get where Jen's coming from in this moment too. when she's like, I'm going to react big. Like, you guys have to understand that like if I if I do this I'm going to I'm going to react big. I but hate when like- she
0: keeps saying that because it's like no that doesn't make it okay. Just because we might be aware that you might freak the fuck out and like smack like a fucking knife on the table Candace style that doesn't make it okay. We're not like we shouldn't arm ourselves emotionally for your crazy tantrums like you need to do the work on yourself so you stop doing that I love that Meredith was like don't make me angry because you don't want to see me angry and I'm like I want to see you angry Meredith like please bring it oh I I I do feel like Meredith has
1: this like dark side that we could totally see and get to and I, I would be here to see it too I loved that Heather's saying, you're on the brink of ruining our rela- our friendship, our relationship. Mm-hmm. I like this tough love that Heather has been giving. And I, Heather's, her stock is just continuing to rise. She's the true star of the show.
0: MVP season one by a mile. And Whitney is, I think, second place for sure. But Heather is just the most wonderful She's person. It.
1: And this episode, this season, in the words of Kimberly the Hypnotist, this is good.
0: <laughs> this yes. is good oh my god 100% and I really am so sad that next week is the finale uh, too soon uh, too soon where like oh see I'm like yeah, I fucking put the nail in the coffin I'm done I really need more SLC I need
1: more of it I feel like the finale is going to be fantastic it's going to be Heather's beauty lab reveal yep. party which I'm stoked for and then we've got the reunion which I'm sure is going to be fantastic I can't wait fantastic I said it right that time yes you did <laughs>
0: All right. I think we mentioned it all. Did we? I Yeah, we got it all. I can't wait to see, you know, again, cooking with gas now with Atlanta. Dallas, you need to wake up. OC is gone. Good riddance. And it's not like I can't wait for the finale. It's going to be fucking great.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know. Rate, review, give us five stars. Give us that love, love, love that we know we need. Yes. And make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys are on social media, which I know you are, Matthew's not. No, I am not.
0: And I feel great, but I support everyone who's on it. You can
1: follow us by searching at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see you next time. Bye.